gonna get it right though. Nah, but you told me to do it, so I'ma do it. They be like, slow up, homie. You talking too fast. I got a couple of quips. I came to talk trash. Yeah, he's lucky bought some brandy packs. This is going down. We call it a G splash. I'm Rose Bradley Baxter. Welcome to G Splash, episode number 34. Chris, we, you are my co-host. We've made it to 34 episodes. We made it to 34 episodes. We've been, we did some test episodes before that. We're probably getting near 40. Did you hang up on me again? I didn't hear. No, I'm still here. Oh, I thought you. I didn't hear you. Heck no, I'm right here. You said something about doing test episodes, but what'd you say? We did a bunch of like, we did like a, for our first season was like a kind of a test season, but I'm sure we did like eight or nine episodes. We got to be getting to 40 real, but the, I guess these ones are the real ones. So 34 it is. Yeah, this is, yeah, we kind of did a weird system, but I like the way we did it because I actually came across our first episode ever. Um, And man, we have come a long way. Yeah, we did. Uh, We've come a long way. The catchphrase of the of our series of of podcasts happens to just be worth a Google, and that is something that I don't think either of us planned on being a thing. But we have said it. I was one. I was so happy to find this because I thought I'd lost it. You were like, "This episode's gone. There's no way we're ever gonna right. find our first episode. Right. It's just like lost to the sands of time." So, the way Chris and I kind of built this podcast was like. I was doing it by myself and I was like, nah, this sucks. Like I'm just talking to myself and it sounds like I sound like a fucking idiot. I sound like Yeah, exactly. Um I'm just talking to myself like an idiot. Like a fucking idiot. Idiot and <laughs> and at the time I was just trying to figure out like what's cool when I was like I think I still have some clips that I found and they were like me talking about the Raiders moving to Vegas and like this is stupid. Just this and that, just general stuff. And so I guess the timing was right because like me and Chris like was like, Hey Chris, like, do you want to do this with me? I think like, I think overall it was just a way for us to, to continue our friendship being out of sight and out of mind. But like, this was like our Heck one yeah, time to, to connect. And so I think that's what really makes just talk about weird shit and record. It. Yeah. I think, I think that's what makes our show unique is like in the sense is our show about pop culture, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it's also kind of like has a story in the sense of like us keeping in touch across country. Hell yeah, man! Which is what's yeah, all about. Yeah. So, I gotta give a round of applause for that. Uh, I think <laughs> a little, a little laugh down the down the line, but like we fuck around all the time and go air horn and shit, but we get it popping. Uh, oh yeah, we know what's up. I was leading into there's some. I'm going somewhere with this. Uh, this summer I'm gonna jump the the announcements out of order here, but um, next week will be our 35th episode in our season two finale. Oh, snap. Woo, look at that. We did it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, we did it. 35 episodes. We're going to start some summer sessions starting July 11th. And what that will entail is just a news update every week. And then possibly uh, a, cla- a clip show or a classic show, our best shows mixed with. Uh, but we will be doing a pilot. I'm going to recut up the pilot a little bit to tighten it up. 
but definitely not going away. Yeah, we'll be here all summer. Um, we're gonna figure it out as we go, but we will be here every week, every Wednesday, keeping it fresh, keeping it G to the mother splash. Keep to the mother splash. Yeah, and then uh, we'll start season three on October tenth, right after Comic Con, and our first episode will be about comic New York Comic Con, and Venom. Everybody, Ooh, yeah. look out! But this week, what we got going on in Splash Trash Man is Tag Incredibles Two, a little bit of Uncle all Drew. Kinds of good stuff that rhymed. Have- Kicking bars all day, yeah! I get it in. And, ooh, look at that! Watch it; it's good. Yeah. If you see the movies this weekend, go listen to that because it's awesome. It's amazing. Um, we'll review those, and those will drop. Whatever. Uh, what else we got going on this week is for Buzz of the Week, we're talking about what's coming to San Diego Comic Con. Obviously, the biggest Comic Con and the biggest place, the busiest place to be for pop culture during that weekend. And if you live in San Diego, you probably want to get the hell out of there. You probably want to leave town. Yeah. Hey, Chris, you know what time it is. Are you ready? I'm so ready. <laughs> We're continuing this every week. There's a new Kanye record. And this week... Every single week. Not, the new Nas record dropped Friday with Kanye as the producer. And man... Chris, I gotta, yeah. I gotta say straight <laughs> shit up. Is, shit is straight garbage. You know what I'm talking about. You're, you're trash. Impressed? No, this shit was straight trash. Oh, no good, huh? It's a big letdown, but... Now it's come out to say that Nas may have put out the record to get out of his contract with Def Jam. Bam, whatever. Moving on. Bam. Speaking of records that came out this weekend, also the Carters, Jay-Z and Beyonce put out a record together. Chris, have you listened to this at all? I haven't, but I've seen like everything's been blowing yeah. up about it. Everyone's going, is everyone going ape shit? Don't know. Is that That's a, a thing? It's a, well, it's a song on the record. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, that's it a joke. It's a, it a joke I made there. I get it. Yeah, I anyway. get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, this record is it's pretty good. There's a co- you know Jay takes a couple shots at Drake and Kanye or both, but we don't. Everyone's kind of like, is it this guy or that guy? Anyway, it's it's a it's a pretty good record. It's better than the Nas record, uh, but they're on tour together, so good for them. Good on them, mate. So they're still hang- so they're hanging out. Good for them. Yeah. Way to go. Beehive is going nuts, you know. And uh, <laughs> and speaking of Titans, uh, Red Hood has officially wrapped on the show Titans, which is kind of exciting. I'm kind of excited about this. Chris, are you excited about this? You got to tell me all about this because I don't know. I know they're making a Titan show, but tell me more about this Red Hood thing. Involved in the the series, um, but he's. The actor playing him is officially wrapped shooting, so he's done. So they already got his set and all that. Yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. So I actually don't know anything about this show. It seems, it, from what I've seen, it looks like it's going to fall in that Arrowverse, but I don't want to say that it is. I mean, with the, that's what it seems like to me. You agree? Yeah, I mean, it's, it mm. feels like it's one of those, just in a different city, obviously. Right. So it'll be in Coast City or whatever they are. Right, right, right. Jump City. Yeah. Speaking of Titans, Chris, Michael Jackson is getting a Broadway musical about his life, though. Okay. Yeah, this will be interesting. I'm kind of curious. Like, This will be something. Obviously, obviously, he's done stuff with Cirque du Soleil. They've got a, a new musical sure. coming out for Michael Jackson every year with uh, the circus style, whatever. 
But this is actually supposed to be a, a musical on his life. So it'll be interesting. The the estate has signed off on it. So we'll see what happens with well, that. Then they're going to let it go. Time to shine. Uh, Speaking of people in the limelight, James Bond might be coming to Lego. What? James Bond Legos? Hell yeah. I can't tell if I'm excited or, or if I should be excited or not. It depends on what they are. I mean... It is kind of weird to take James Bond because he's very an adult figure. It kind of yeah. I mean, you can't. You're gonna throw octopusy in there or what? Is it more like are they like? Yeah, it's gonna depend. Like, is it supposed to be fun and play off the levity of the old ones, like cars that eject seats and fun weird boats and stuff? Is it gonna be more along the lines of like the not an adult theme, but like the city ones? You know how they make the ones look like buildings and like it's nice realistic car? Is it gonna be like fun? I don't know. I don't know. I was just I saw this. I was like. This could be cool. Heck yeah, that's right up our alley. I'll definitely buy some of that shit. Uh, Speaking of things right up our alley and trashy, I guess James Bond's not really trashy. He's actually pretty classy. Uh, Pretty classy. uh, Always Sunny might is rumored to have casted Mindy. Is it? How do you say her last name, Chris? You say it. Mindy Kaling? Yeah. If I recall, I don't think. Glenn, That'd be really... Glenn Houghton, or uh, basically Dennis. I don't think he's coming back. Yeah. yeah, but he was on her show. Oh, he was? I didn't, That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, maybe he was on her show for a long time. Interesting. Speaking of ongoing great shows, no more hiatus for Rick and, between Rick and Morty seasons. That's exciting. Thank freaking God. Yeah. Round of applause for that. I am so over freaking these two-year breaks between all their shit, like... Just make your show. I get it. They got they signed their like seven episodes. They can a bunch of episodes. They can get drunk and, and make a bunch can, of episodes. Like, but I I like they were I like they just came out and were like yeah that's not gonna happen anymore. Like we're not gonna do that. But I feel like they did that obviously because they weren't sure if the show was really hitting or not, and then became a cult classic. I mean, it's just so wanted. People go freaking nuts and they have to wait three years for it. I mean, that's a good. Sign. I mean, if McDonald's right? if McDonald's is co-signing your show, you got you can't be doing hiatuses. Let's be real. Yeah, you can't be hating. Uh, speaking of shows that need to take a hiatus, uh, Walking Dead. <laughs> uh, Walking Dead is yeah, doing. Geez, I get a permanent hiatus. Yeah, Walking Dead season nine will be doing a time jump into the future, which I guess happens in the comics. So that's good, I guess. They're bringing back Shane, which I think is a weird move. Yeah, so they're doing a. T- but maybe it's like a vision or something. He was only around for one episode, they're- so it's got to be something. It's weird that they announced they're going to do a time jump and then do a flashback, but whatever. Right. They can... A time jump backwards. Apparently, this time jump forward is going to give the show a new feel, according to one of the showrunners. Whatever. <laughs> show needs something, but I don't know what it is. a boo. Anyway, uh, Stan Lee and J.K. Rowling are in the Sci-Fi and Fantasy Hall of Fame. Well-deserving. Well-deserving. Give them a round of applause. Well-deserved. Yeah, give them a little hand for that. Speaking of Marvel, and uh, we talked a little bit about Jeff Goldblum. Uh, He wants a Grandmaster film. I just read a comic. Yeah, he's in it. Uh... He loves doing that role, man. He's he's not in the movie even that much, but he loves it. It's because he plays himself. (laughs) It's because he just gets to be Jeff Goldblum having fun. Yeah. I would love it too. Um, do you think? Do you think he could hold the film? I think it could. I think if he did the right, I mean, it's got to be the right kind of script. But I think he could carry it. Also, Benicio del Toro also was like, 
wanting to. So they want to do like basically an, an eternal, not eternal. What are they called? He said he just wanted to do a movie with Jeff Goldblum in that with in the like, MCU. I don't care what it is. Well, just I in just the, want to do it with him in the MCU. He was like, I'll do Sicario. It'd be fun. Like, it'd be it'd be fun to see those two. Yeah, Sicario in space. What if they did a Marvel Sicario and it was just like all the characters from Sicario and they added Jeff Goldblum? You'd know I'd watch that. Everybody would. Anyway. Um, I'd be there in a hot minute. I, I would be down for a a Grandmaster game, like a game show type movie. That'd be fun. I'd be into it. I'm not sure how it would tie into the whole MCU, but it'd be fun, I guess. I don't know how it'd work, but I would definitely, I'd be down. <laughs> yeah, if you, a couple more episodes with Jeff Goldblum in it, I could take Thank God it's not up to me to figure yeah. it out. Let them let somebody else write it, but I'll freaking watch it. Speaking of things to be figured out, Chris, AMC is like, fuck you, Movie Pass. We're starting our own subscription series service. Damn. But here's the kicker. AMC, I I don't know if this is actually released yet or not, but what I read was that AMC for twenty dollars a month you can see three movies a week, and that means any movie. If it's on IMAX, so, if it's in 3D, if it's in 4D. Whoa, that's a game changer for you. It's in. It, it, it did have me uh scratching my noggin. I was thinking, what's going on here? Being in New York is a little different than being in a, a suburban area where like an AMC dominates or, or a Regal dominates. But I'm curious because this changes the game. Are we going to see theaters like Regal uh, pop up with their own service? Yeah, make their own movie service in-house so that people can just watch movies. AMC, like, hey, come to us yeah. and get it, and then you can just come here and watch movies. Then they're making the money back. Well, AMC, yeah, exactly, because AMC has been, again, like, they've been skeptical Local. of the whole movie pass yeah. thing. So it'd be, I don't know, at $20 a month. I was paying 50 to see unlimited movies with movie pass when it first dropped. Now I'm paying Jesus, 20 bucks. you've really been in there for a bit. Would this make me leave movie pass? I don't know. Be- because I do like to see the movie. You don't get to see the premium featured movies like 3D and things like that. So I don't know. IMAX. Mm, like IMAX. IMAX yeah. is a big They're going to figure one. something out. They, they got to start cashing in on this stuff too. Yeah. Uh, lastly on this list, I actually have a hidden thing after this story, but I'm going to tell you. Ooh, I like secrets. Uh, but Fox finally agreed to Disney's $71 billion. Uh, <laughs> God, that's a lot of money. What does that look like? Pretty I want all the if you just stack I want, it I want up. no, I want to see $71 billion in $1 bills stacked up somewhere. Can't comprehend it. So much money, it's insane. It's probably not as much as we think. No one knows. Uh this is a long time coming. I don't think Comcast stood a chance. I don't think Disney like I don't think Disney would let Comcast punk them in a deal like that. I feel like there's a prince now. They was like, "Oh, really? Mm-hmm. You want make your offer? I'm gonna take your offer. Yeah. I'm that bag of money you're offering. I'm gonna take a shit in it. Then I'm gonna give them more money. <laughs> That's what happened. Take a shit in it. Mickey Mouse was like, "Yo, I'm gonna shit in this bag." Like, what do you think is gonna happen here? Yeah, I don't know. It's exciting. It's what we wanted, I think. But I'm glad it. I'm ready for stuff to start. I'm the pro get the process going because I'm like. We're waiting on stuff. Close out some shit. I'm curious what Gotham's gonna ha- what, what's gonna happen with Gotham and the Simpsons. The Marvel stuff it'll figure itself out. I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be 
I mean, we're not going to see the effects of this. It's going to be a weird shakeup. I mean, yeah, it's going to it's going to take forever for anything to even happen. But there's definitely going to be stuff that's going to come up like, oh, okay, cool. That's definitely it. Yeah, that's what's going on. Wrong. Chris, today we're talking that '70s show. Let's get hyped. Let's get hyped. Um, let's get hyped. It's the 20th anniversary. Is it 20? What? 1998. It's 2018. It's 20. Yeah, 20 years. That show hit the airwaves, and man. Now it's on Netflix. You can binge watch the shit out of it. I didn't know that. You didn't know it was on Netflix? I didn't know it was actually on Netflix. No, you just watch it like when it's on TV. Yeah, no, I watch. It's like background noise for me. It's my new Always Sunny in Philadelphia because they don't have it anymore. <laughs> uh, man, this is a crazy show. Like it came out in, in, in 98. Nobody really thought it was going to take off. That's kind of a weird premise with a young cast. It was a retro show. I don't think that it had been done yet. Well, maybe not. No. Maybe maybe it had. I don't know. I guess was MASH a retro show? No, MASH was happening during I guess it was technically, but it wasn't like this where it's like so dated and the whole premise it wasn't, basically just existed. Yeah, there's a 20, the 20, 20 year gap. Um we see tons of actors who are very relevant today uh ashton kutcher Topher grace laura prupon prepon who married danny masterson's brother right i think who i I don't think they're together anymore though or date maybe she dated her brother anyway uh but tommy chong is on there Topher. uh Heck yeah, man. The cast is just crazy. It was an interesting cast. They all got their break on here. Uh, Wilmer Valderrama. Also, uh, man. I watch, I, this is like probably one of my favorite shows. Obviously, I watch it every day. So it's... I'm very familiar with the show. Um, <laughs> Chris, do you have any favorite episodes? I am a fan of this show. I'm not like the craziest, biggest fan in the world. This is a show that like I always felt like I could just turn on and watch, but it wasn't something I've like gone through and watched over and over again, like I have with you know Parks and Rec or The Office or right. uh, Scrubs or things like that. But so there's not really one episode that stands out to me um, or really anything like that. It's just I think for me the biggest thing is I always can turn it on and I know I can watch it and it's watchable. I'm gonna get a couple laughs out of it probably. You know I do have a favorite episode. I think it's when Donna sees Kelso naked, and so then he keeps busting into a room, and he keeps saying, sorry! Oh, yeah, He's yeah. trying to catch her naked. Yeah, yeah. I do really like that one. That joke always gets me. Yeah, apparently, so what Chris is talking about is, is that there's an episode where they're, they're talking about the yearbooks. It's kind of like a clip show, but not. And um, everyone has apparently seen Donna naked, except for Kelso. Except for Kelso, that's what it is. So he, he keeps trying to barge in on her. And he never lands it, so he's uh <laughs> I just literally does it. Sorry! Oops, sorry. And then Oops, sorry. And then finally she's like, If I just show you, will you stop? And he's like, Yeah, and then he faints and passes out. <laughs> um one of the thing one of the things that I I I actually really like about the show is the crazy amount of stars that have come out and like guest appeared on the show. Yeah, I mean, it was a big one. It did good in the ratings for a long time. It was like a, it ran, it was a good, it ran, good key show. It ran for eight seasons, so uh, which is usually pretty good for a television show. It was in primetime, Fox. Um, they they even tried a spinoff that didn't work. 
But I'm gonna run through some of these cameos. You're talking. Hit me. Run them down. Uh, I forget how you say your name. Eliza Du Dushku. Dushku. Yeah. Yeah. Elijah Dushku or something. I saw her. She was at Comic Con. Yeah, she's was on it for uh, but Billy D. Williams. Eric has. There we go. Uh, he and he played a great role because he basically was a a pastor or preacher. And um, Eric and Don are talking to him about relationship issues, but he keeps making Star Wars references. And Eric's a big Star Wars yes. fan, so it's it's pretty funny uh, if you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, Jessica Ooh. Simpson have been on it. Amy Adams, damn, George, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, which I'll get into his uh, his his character. He's actually supposed to play a longer role on the show, but didn't. Uh, Shannon Elizabeth. Who was big at the time for American Pie? Um, Heck yeah, I remember. Yeah. Who else? Uh, Luke Wilson was also on it. He played Kelso's hmm. brother. Uh, also, Allison Hannigan, who was also on American Pie, who played uh, the girl with the flute. Jim Gaffigan. Uh, right. Whoa! Yeah, the, what a, Jim, just such a such a mixed bag of people. Jim Gaffigan was. One of the best characters on this show. Um, really? My favorite episodes... I know I asked you, Chris, and I didn't really touch on my favorite episodes, but um, my favorite episodes are the ones with Seth Green, and I was, he's also in this list. But... Oh, yeah. Seth Green's character in this show, every... Those are my favorite episodes. He is so really? funny. Uh, there's one... He has, like, this weird con- like conflict with the group, and he's around, but not around... But he's just really funny in the show. It's it's a very classic Seth Green type of comedy, and he's he's great, man. He's he's I just listened to a podcast. Uh, it's called the Armchair Expert. It's Dak Shepard's podcast, and he was on there. And they've been friends forever, and him and Ashton Kutcher friends for all that stuff. So it's just cool to hear stories about all that. But then just looking back and being like, man, this he actually had a great career and he did a great job in everything he was in. Yeah, he and now he still is really good. I mean, he worked. In in his episodes, there's, cause he's a nerd too. So like he was the perfect yeah, counter, count, perfect counterpart for the character of Topher Grace. Uh, but man, like he, <laughs> the episode where they're at mini golf and like gets hit in the head with the golf ball is my, I think my favorite episode. And then Eric feels bad, so he has to invite him to hang out with the crew, and like he keeps making passes at Donna. He he's just like a diabolical character, but like he's just hilarious. Um, but just hilarious. Yes. Other people that have been on the show, class like older characters: Betty White, Mary Tyler Moore, Danny Bonaducci, Morgan Fairchild, and Isaac Hayes. Like those are old yeah. TV stars. Yeah, what a crazy again! Just like the, they got a lot of people to come out and show up when the show runs that long and. You know, it probably has the connections it does and stuff like that. It's not surprising they can get some good talent out there. Yeah, and then Dan cast the lead need. Homer Simpson was on it. Um, Homer Simpson. Yeah. Isn't it Castanello? Is that wrong? Castanella Nita. Cast us something. But a lot of people may forget this, but your boy, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> oh, I forgot. I That's amazing. Anyway, no, he's gone. He's out of there. <laughs> uh, the soundboard's all messed up right now, so that's why I was fucked up. But yeah, he was on it. He played. He played a 
character who's basically like his dad. Who's like my mm-hmm. my son's gonna be the greatest show wrestler in showbiz history. Wow. Um, let's move on though, Chris. Uh there was a lot of drama behind the show. Was there? I mean, you got a lot of young people smashed together in one place. You you assume there's going to be drama. This is also an interesting time in the sense of like the world, right? Like this is kind of a pre-cell phone, pre-social media era. Right. So, right, that's true. So they're really smashed together. There was a lot of a lot of behind the scenes drama. For instance, uh Mia Kunis actually hated Ashton Kutcher. Really? Which is ironic. We'll get into it later a little bit. It's very ironic. They ended up getting married, but they she hated him. Like she Interesting. You had Danny Masterson and Wilmer Valderrama and Ashton Kutcher. They hung out like all the time. They were yeah, very all just like close friends. They would go out to the clubs and hang out and party it up, being freaking young, being flush with cash. Yeah, and they would just rage very hard, apparently. But um Rage. Um, Eric's sister in the show, Lori, who was on and off because of addiction issues. Yeah, that's rough. Um, Topher Grace was also apparently a terrible kisser. Well, that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> Laura Prepon and Danny Masterson apparently had Scientology connections, or still do. I don't know. And that caused some friction with other people. Uh, I think it just—it's like a thing in Hollywood. It's weird. I've lived in LA and that's that's a it's a weird presence driving by the Scientology Center and all that. You're just like, okay, this definitely exists. It definitely does. It's a weird thing, man. It's weird. Uh but Tommy Chong disappeared in the show. Tommy Chong plays a great character. I he does. He's great. He just run up works the Photoshop, right, with Hyde. Yeah, and I whoever whoever wrote his character in the sense of like his his phrasing and things that he says, like for instance, like he would say there's an episode where he's like talking to Eric and he's like, Hey, Hey man, like dinner's on me, man. And he, <laughs> and, and Eric runs out of money. He's like, Oh, thanks. And he's like, are you sure? Whatever. And he's like, no, like I got a spaghetti stain on my shirt, man. <laughs> like those kind of like, they, they just lay into his character. Yeah. Who he, he kind of brought with him. Yeah. Or, or there's another scene where he's working at the photo hut. And he's like, but don't tell big brother. Like, I don't like, big brother getting in my business and then hides like yeah i'm a i i don't like the man either and he's like no like my big brother i don't like him getting <laughs> it's like see that's the stuff they always do like that and that maybe that's one of the reasons the show worked in some ways too is because they weren't afraid to be like hey this is who these characters are we develop them like we don't need to grow them in certain ways we can just keep their jokes and their personalities the same right over eight seasons the thing about the show that i think is is funny and works across the map is like it's definitely one of those shows that like it's all about adolescence and it doesn't matter what right. it doesn't it never matters what year it is like yeah when it just, you're it just is happening. when you're 15 16 17 18 that's the shit you're going through it doesn't matter if you have social media or not or or whatever technology or no matter the time like you're trying to maybe sneak a beer you're trying to maybe smoke a J you're trying to right you're trying to not be a virgin anymore and you're like like it's like a it's just a process of life that is like forever encapsulated in that that Very age interesting range. time yeah yeah 
Well, I, 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 like I said, I've always enjoyed it. It's not something I follow like crazy. I know you really like to watch it, but for me, it's something I definitely, in, I mean, when it's on, I enjoy it. It was brought, the show was like live in the, in 1998. So you had adults that grew up in the seventies cause they, now they, right. now they had kids. Interesting. And so, so it's this weird kind of bridge show. Yeah. Yeah. And it was probably, and I think it was fairly true to the seventies in, in a lot of ways. Like they stuck to the, I don't think they got crazy yeah. out on a limb and, and messed it up and we're having them do stuff from the eighties or nineties. I mean, they, Alice, Alice Cooper played a cameo as well as, uh, I forget his name. Cat scratch fever. Ted Nugent. It was Ted Nugent. You Google, yo, you're worth the Google. I, 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 it's worth a Google. Ted Nugent. And there's a whole episode where they like <laughs> Hyde and Fez make counterfeit t-shirts and <laughs> Fez spells Ted Nugent with an A and they call and it says Tad. So all the shirts say Tad Nugent. Tad Nugent. Instead of Ted, Ted Nugent. Tad Nugent instead of Ted Nugent. And they have this whole pronunciation debacle. But what I, what I want to say was um, Eric Foreman's storyline gets really weird after like yeah, four it does. years when he wanted to like leave and stuff right the show and so then he's like gone but then he's there how does it go down it's weird i remember so um he was casted as the main character and so the show's kind of developed or whatever and then ashton kutcher kind of blew up and he was kind of like this the fan favorite which happens right there's that that always happens right and everything like the show's supposed to be about sure. this and then there's someone who kind of Norman Reedus is a good example, like Walking Dead. Like he became a fan sure, favorite, just absolutely took off, which nobody expected. So it's kind of what happened with Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher started blowing up, uh, and so that was the whole thing with him. There was kind of like he felt the show was about Eric, which it was, but it was kind of they started writing more for Ashton Kutcher's role. Right, they kind of made him more of a focus. Yeah, so. He didn't like that too much, and he was very, I guess, recluse. His only real friend on the during the taping, I guess, was uh, Laura Prepon, who played, hmm. ironically, his girlfriend, uh, Donna. When it came down to like the last season, eighth season or whatever, uh, Ashton Kutcher was like, "I'm gonna take a." He he had punked going on. He was catching some movie roles and yeah, things. he was he was blown rushing. up. Um, and so Topher was like I'm 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 done. They kind of just wrote off his character very terrible in a terrible taste yeah. manner. Did, did he go to Africa or something? <sighs> yeah, so and, late, and it was really a quick too. It just like happened. No, it was just like it was really it's just it's a terrible story. Like he goes, he like him and Donna get engaged, they're supposed to get married and they both kind of get cold feet, but he just like disappears. Right. So but then he comes back and then he's like this fucking degenerate person and then decides to he's just like a shitty boyfriend. What a strange way to just take everything. It 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 definitely took a weird turn, but um they ended up trying to replace him with Josh Myers, who's actually Seth Myers' brother. Interesting. Which he was terrible and his He's oh, very really bad. Oh, that's right. He's very robotic that. with his fucking punchline. Yes. Uh, originally, he was supposed to play. Uh, he was supposed to just replace Topher Grace as Eric and be a grown. But, oh, that would have been weird. Yeah. Anyway. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anywho. 
I never under if you watch the show in those later seasons from probably like five through eight, it you just yeah. see this character who you liked for the first four seasons and just turn into this de- be a total ass, the de- de- degenerate person who like he re- totally regresses and it's, it's called out. I don't know. It's it's that kind of takes a really it. real turn. It takes a really weird turn, but like they make they throw these obstacles in there to make him stay home. Joseph Gordon Levitt was on the show for a quick two episodes, I think, and uh, they actually took him off because he was gay, and no, audience, really, yeah, audiences didn't adapt like they weren't ready for it. Um, That's dumb. But him and Topher Grace had the first gay kiss on North American primetime television. Oh, I remember that episode. I do. Yeah. Uh, real quick, I want to do want to get into some errors because there's, there's a lot of weird Ooh, shit. Ooh, errors are always fun in these kind of things. Hit me. Uh, so Donna originally had a sister named Tina who shows up in one episode and then is never talked about ever again. Much like Family Matters. That. Was that early on in the show mm-hmm. or so? And then they just were like, nah, never mind. Yeah, she shows up. Uh, there's a party at Donna's house, and she shows up, and then no one's ever heard from her since. So. She just disappeared. Interesting. Gonzo. The show ran for eight seasons, but only four years went by in the show. In the show? So it starts in 76 because the finale that was just on this morning, Strange, it's like, oh, it's like the New Year's Eve going into the 80s. Correct. And. Wow, that's crazy. But the awkward part is they managed to do eight Christmas episodes. That's funny. See, there's there there's something for it. That's one of those things where you uh, you don't put it in 1970, maybe because they were just maybe the, maybe when they were writing it, like okay, 76 is the best place to start. But it's like give yourself some room to succeed because then you're gonna go into the 80s in four years. Not that you're saying like, well, the show's probably gonna get canceled after a year, but like 73 maybe. Like just give yourself seven years. Then it's not crazy. I believe like eight Christmas episodes. Yeah, okay, it's clearly supposed to be 84 now. Um, the other weird thing, and this is a fan theory, but totally makes kind of the sense, is that there's an episode, season four, where a tornado comes to town. Classic Wisconsin. I don't think there's that many tornadoes in Wisconsin now that I think about it. <laughs> That's the joke. <laughs> now that I've, I've actually lived in the Midwest, so I know. Um, but whatever. Anyway, there's a, there's a show, there's an episode where Eric is driving across... He he was forgot to pick up Donna at the radio station, and there's a code red tornado, and he, he doesn't. Well, he just doesn't know. He didn't. He didn't. He never knew about it. So all of his friends are at the, at the dance. He's going to pick up Donna. His parents and Donna's parents are in a basement playing Monopoly. The funny thing about this is that it sh- it st- it starts off in a scene where. The tornado's kind of ended, and the warning has been lifted. But then an announcer comes on, and I—it's really weird that they like threw this in there. But the announcer basically says, "And updating our top story: a local teen is in critical condition." Huh. So the theory is that Eric gets swept up in this tornado, is in critical condition, and then the next four seasons. Is Eric is basically what's playing in Eric's it's all mind? In his, it's all in his coma thing. Yeah, which is, which then makes the story of him being this weird person like fucking 
better, I guess. Strange. Yeah. So in the last season, this weird person because he just disappears and like becomes this degenerate type of character. It, I mean, the, the, it does show the tornado like behind his car and stuff. But then they uh, just do they ever they ever resolve that in the show or no? They never really said it was this or that, but it, this is a fan oh. theory. But it, it makes it in a sense. It what makes sense about it is that he became this like the stories after the tornado are just weird. Yeah. So it, everything everything kind of shifted. So what is that supposed to be like a jump the shark type moment where they're like. Okay, things are gonna change now. So you can interpret it as being the show, or you can interpret that he's in a coma, and for some reason he's a dick, and the show's gonna be weird. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's the. Go- I don't think someone was like, "All right, guys, here's in the board meeting." Here's it was like, the "Here's the deal, uh, guys. Here's what we're gonna do." Yeah, I don't. I, it's it's just really weird that the show takes a weird shift after that moment. I think is the big thing. A, yeah, that that's an interesting theory to follow because you're right. Because yeah, he becomes weird, like just disappears, and like my biggest thing that I also found funny about this as far as errors and continuity and stuff. It's like, uh, Mia Kunis is a character. Jackie ends up with basically everybody. She's with, Oh yeah. That's funny. On the finale, it's like she's with Kelso and then she was with Hyde. And by the end, when the show ends, she's with Fez. Fez yeah. What? Yeah. That's wild. I didn't, what? But where? let's talk about where they are now, Chris. Where are they? Topher Grace. I actually really like Topher Grace. He's actually been I think in, he's done good stuff here and there. He, he's he was in Ocean's Eleven, and he was funny. He played himself basically. Yeah, and Twelve. Um, but he's in a new movie coming out, uh, a Spike Lee joint called Black Klansman. He plays a which con- looks awesome, which looks amazing. So uh, he also did a terrible job at playing Venom, but I don't think that was his fault. He also bombed Denna or Venom, so Denim. so that's okay. <laughs> but Laura Prepon did Orange Is the New Black. She had a baby last year. Yep. She's been on Orange New Black for a while. She's 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 pretty. She's, she's married. Pretty lady. She's married to um the dude from like Hawaii Five O, who was also in Entourage. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, looky there. Uh, Ashton Kutcher was very successful after the show. He had a show called Punked, which he punked everybody on the show, but Topher Grace. <laughs> uh, but he ended up marrying Mia Kunis after he dated Demi Moore for a long time. He has two kids with her. Uh, so they're doing great. He's a super successful, like venture capitalist type guy in Silicon Valley. He's also got that show, the ranch on Netflix. Yep. Yep. I was getting into the ranch after that, but yes, he, him and Danny Masterson went on to do the ranch where they actually featured Wilmer Valderrama, uh, Kurtwood Smith and a few other people from the show. Apparently I want to say Deborah Joe Rupp. I haven't seen her on the show, but I haven't watched it recently, but, uh, they went on to develop, him and Danny Masterson went on to develop The Ranch, which is on Netflix, which is a great cast. I've watched the first three seasons or so. Have you seen it? Um, I have, actually. My, my friend is a huge fan, and so I watched a bunch of it with him. It's got a great cast. It's got um, it's got a good cast. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Mia Kunis has a new movie. She has a new movie coming out called The Spy Who Dumped Me with uh, SNL cast member what's her name chris you know uh, he, uh kate mckinnon kate mckinnon uh, i kind of have a secret crush on kate mckinnon I'm not gonna lie. she's she's awesome she's amazing that movie could be really funny we don't know I, it what you know what's weird is what what it was what set me off was actually her role in that movie with scarlett johansson 
uh, that really bad movie. What was it called? Bachelor Party, Bachelor Party, Last Night, something some, like that. Last Night or something. Yeah, that that movie. I was like, oh man, that's cool. She played a real role. Oh man, she's cool. I was like, mm. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, can I kick it? Anyway, uh, <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama, <laughs> he had his run at Lindsay Lohan, Demi Lovato. He was kind of winning for a long time, but he ended up on NCIS. So. Okay, so he's doing okay. He's got himself I, I guess. Role. I guess. I guess if that's what you're into. <laughs> Deborah Joe Rupp, who played Kitty, which I think is one of the best characters on the show. Uh, she ended up on uh, doing guest appearances on this and This Is Us. She's actually on Friends. Did you know that? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. She she was uh Phoebe's brother's uh, wife who would end up they she carried the triplets for them and stuff. She's like his home ec te- teacher because she was so much older than him. Right. And the funny thing about that, her Phoebe's brother was fucking Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi, I know, it's crazy. Who would have thought that Deborah Joe Rubb and Giovanni Ribisi would be a couple? Who would have thanked it? Uh Kurtwood Smith, who <laughs> was in Robocop. Bitches leave. Bitches leave. Yes, he was as freaking the, the bad the sub he was, bad guy bad guy. He was such an he was he was like an over the edge bad guy. He every other word was, was a fucking crazy cuss bad word. Guy. Bitches leave. Oh yeah. My oh, favorite, yeah. but my favorite line has got to be "bitches leave." He goes in that house, throws a gun in a guy's face, and who's doing coke with two other girls, which I'm assuming are prostitutes, and he just goes "bitches leave." Bitches leave. Yeah. Anyway. He's got that voice. He's in a bunch of stuff. He's always, every time I see him, it's I'm like, oh, there's that guy. He's like. <laughs> He was great on that 70s show. He's always talking about putting a foot in someone's ass. Real cold-blooded dad. Uh, cold-blooded shit. Yeah, which I... He was one of my favorite characters on the show. He ended up on the ranch as a character who was dying of cancer. Um, but, man, he's he's always been great. Uh, lastly, I'll talk about Don Stark. He played Donna's dad. Uh, well, yeah, I know. Bob. Him. Bab. Hey, Bab. Hey, Bab. It's Bab. And uh, he was he was a character on American Horror Story for a minute. But uh, so that's that's so most of them have found work. Yeah. A lot of success. A lot of not so much success, but something. So you get you get people out and about. Um, This was actually a show that actually only had one director. Which for is very rare thing. Yeah. For majority, that sounds, that's that seems interesting. It seems like one of the cast people would have wanted to like sub in and do like a guest directing thing. Yeah, maybe they did. It's a rare thing. It usually doesn't happen on TV shows, but uh, for they talked about it on a few specials. But it's the 20th anniversary of at Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. Hello, Wisconsin. Yeah, man. It's a good show, and I'm glad that it's still on syndications. Like I've said a hundred times, because it's the truth. There's a couple shows when they're on, I'll watch them. Scrubs is on, I'll watch it. Yeah. Somebody shows on, I'll pull, I'll pull it up and watch it. Like I'm, I'm in, and if you make something like that's going to stand the test and just keep running, and people are going to keep watching, that says something. I mean, most people are still getting a check because that thing is syndicated. Hello, Wisconsin! I love it. Uh, it's been 20 years. I actually never watched it. We didn't really talk. We we didn't talk about that '80s show, but that show was trash. No, we did not. It that show was didn't nothing. work out. I didn't it's even watch it. Man. I don't. I don't think I watched any. I probably watched a few episodes, but I didn't watch it till later in life. I don't remember Which where I where I picked it up, but I felt yeah, at one show. point I was in the <laughs> was circle bad. and smoking weed in the circle. You were like, "This is what it's about." 
I you can't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't again. It doesn't matter when you watch the show. You could watch that show probably twenty years from now, and still, still be, be like, all right. And still be like, I remember what it was like to hang out with friends in high school, and oh yeah, smoke weed and try and <laughs> take try and try and get rid of my virginity. <laughs> uh, it'd work anywhere, but apparently it didn't work in the '80s because that '80s show only lasted 13 episodes, and it was gone. Oh, that's going to be our episode of G-Splash this week. Uh, we will be back next week for our season two finale. Oh, man. Big times. Season two finale is going down. Chris and I will be kicking off about Jurassic Park 19. Park Land World 2. <laughs> the Lego version. The Lego Jurassic World Part 7-9. And then that will be it until October 10th where we'll talk uh, New York Comic Con, all the Comic Cons, and Venom. Oh, we're going to have lots. We're going to be doing stuff all summer long, like you said, so there's no reason to go We have the summer, what I like to call the G6, where we'll kick you six news stories as well as a little tidbit after we call it the G6 Summer Sessions. It's going down, baby, baby. I'm excited. Be sure to uh, check us out. We have a Facebook. We're probably over this break and work on a website. Uh, we've got uh, G to the Splash on Instagram is a big one for us. We don't post much. But we're gonna start posting a lot more in the summertime. Um, it's gonna be really uh, exciting. We're gonna just keep growing and having fun and talking and we're gonna keep connecting. So, boom! Thanks for coming along for the ride. Bang bang! I'm Bradley Baxter. He's Chris Bucky Watts. We'll see you next week. Peace. Go. G-Splash, hey. G-Splash, 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 G-Spl